Hello everyone and welcome back to Squeaky Chair Homeschool. My name is Tara and uh, I'm here to talk about everything that is going on. Basically whatever pops into my crazy little noggin. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I said I'd be here every week and it's now been two weeks. But in my defense, I did start homeschooling last Monday on September 7th, and I've honestly had moments where I have seriously reconsidered my life choices. I'm not convinced that this is the best choice for me. It's a lot. It's a lot. I have my reasons for having chosen, as we discussed last time, kind of, Um, but it's hard. And I know, um, having talked to moms who are sending their kids to school, that's hard too. Quite a few of the moms that I've spoken to have have talked to me about angst and worry and full-on panic attacks during the day because they don't know what's happening to their kids because schools aren't allowing parents in. And so they, you know, maybe it's control issues. I've had friends who go, oh, they'd be fine. It's just control if they just let go and let their kids be responsible for themselves. They'd be fine. Helicopter parents. Alright, but at the same time, we want to make sure that our children are safe, and while we trust our schools, I know we do, if you trust your school to educate your child, you should trust them to do their very best to keep your kids safe, then, you know, you're going to relax, but you also want to make sure. You want to make sure. And so here we are. So yeah, I'm now in week two of homeschooling, and I'm a big planner. I don't know about you guys, I carry multiple day planners. I also use uh, Google Calendar. I line up my job with my home, with my daughter's activities, with my activities, uh, and I link it all together, and I have to do it on paper because I'm old. Um, But then I also put it into the Google Calendar so I can share it with my husband so he has a vague idea of what in the world we're up to because we don't generally stop much. We are a family that goes, and I am certainly a person that goes. Um, For example, today I was at work from 9 to 5. My daughters were homeschooling at my job. I'm very blessed to be able to bring them with me, and they can work on their schoolwork with me while we're, while I'm at work and while they're with me. And then I had to go out and feed the horses. And by the time we got home, it was seven o'clock and I was scrambling to feed the kids dinner. And then a friend called to join me on my nightly dog walk. And then I got my kids to bed. And then I spent my 30 minutes preparing their school lessons for tomorrow and printing everything off. And writing out instructions so that in the morning they can wake up and just grab their clipboard and go. And uh, I can give more details on what that looks like uh, for anyone who might be interested. And uh, yeah, it was uh, 9.30 when I got everybody calm and tucked in, stories read and all that that stuff. It was a later night than I generally like, Um, but... It's 11 o'clock right now, and I'm I'm recording, which I love doing. I'm not complaining at all. I love it, but I am up at 6. So 
this may not be my longest episode because I am going to need to go to bed. So how was your first week in whatever, whatever method of educating your child you chose? How was your first week? Honestly, how was it? Be honest with yourself. How was it? Was it stressful? Did it suck? Was it awesome? Were you like, yes, they're gone. Woo! Honestly, I had a moment where my kids were playing over at a friend's. Um, They're part of our bubble. I have a bubble of like six people. I don't know many people. Um, I don't hang out with many people. And um, so the kids were gone and it was the quietest two hours. It was glorious. It was glorious. And when they came home, I had a moment of, really? Already? Oh, okay. Hi. So glad to see you. What did you do? But I had a moment. So I don't begrudge anyone who's like, the bus is here. See you later. Pour me a drink. Um, I'm kidding, of course. But maybe there are some moms like that. And good for you. I don't begrudge you the joy of alone time at all. In fact, it's something that I know that I'm going that I'm, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss being able to go to the grocery store and go out for a coffee with my favorite book and on my day off and just have nobody to talk to and no one talking to me. Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be something, wouldn't it? There's a lot of noise in my house and uh, I find, <coughs> pardon me, I find I need to be more adaptable than I had originally anticipated with this. I thought I could be fairly regimented, like here's the schedule, here's your sheets, sit down, work on them, we will be done. Moving on. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It was my oldest's birthday on Monday, um, so school basically went out the shitter because we had to go see people and we had to help out at the place where we board the horses and we had to Oh, by the way, I've mentioned it twice. If, if I haven't, and I haven't, uh, we own three horses. They keep our children very, very busy with riding lessons, and they get us outside, and the girls are responsible for feeding them, uh, and grooming them, and socializing them, and um, we just find it's very good for our family. And we live in an area where it's not undoable. So. There's that. Um, but yeah. I've now lost my train of thought, which is normal because it's 11 o'clock at night. But I already know of multiple families who chose to send their children to school, who have had a student in their class who was sent home and is currently being COVID tested. It has to be nerve wracking. Honestly, it has to be. I'm nerve wracked for them. What happens if that child who was sent home has a positive test? Well, then the whole class has to go home for 14 days. And mom and dad both just went back to work full time. They don't have a pile of sick days. And there's no sitter that's going to take a kid who's been exposed to COVID. I mean, they'd be really hard to find. I know I don't have one. It would be like, oh, your kid got exposed to COVID? I'll be right over. That's not a thing. And if it is, you've got like the best babysitter on the planet. And can I have their number? Yeah, my guess is no. My answer would be no if I had one of those two. Or I would go, yeah, sure. Oh, no, I forgot. Sorry. But so then what happens? Like, my goodness. Um, 
it's all crazy. It's it's crazy, and and I know we're all feeling it. Um, we're all feeling it. We really are. I keep reminding myself of the message that I was trying to put out in my first episode of Squeaky Chair that no matter what anyone chooses, our response should be, that must have been a really hard decision. Congratulations for being able to make it, and I hope you feel good about your choice. I, I try to repeat that to myself. I try to say that to myself. Um, I know my friends who chose to send their kids back to school, some of them are feeling judged for having made that decision, particularly when they are uh, stay-at-home moms, but who usually have a side hustle of some type. They're a photographer, or they, um, they sell an MLM product, or uh, they have a part-time job like myself where I work at a museum, but I am available at home a fair amount, and I have a lot of flexibility in my job, which... Believe me, I know how blessed I am. But there is, there's a lot of judgment going around. There's judgment about whether you wear a mask. There's judgment about whether you sanitize your hands or you wear gloves or you don't wear gloves or you send your kid to school or you don't send your kid to school. And I just kind of want to yell at them and go, all right, everybody, seriously, are we not all on the same team? Like the team of humanity, really? Because at the end of the day, does it really matter what wing of the political spectrum you land on to determine how we can help each other? And I'm not a frou-frou, let's discuss our mental health kind of gal, but I do agree that judgment and criticism and social warrior attacks don't help anyone. And who are you to say that you know better than everyone else? And that the things that you've read are true above everyone else? Because I guarantee you they're not. I consider myself fairly well-read on a myriad of topics. I read constantly. I challenge myself to read over 50 books a year. And there hasn't been a year since I was in my 20s when I haven't hit the mark. I listen to Audible and I read books and I read articles. And I I love reading. I'm voracious. But that doesn't mean I know everything at all. It means I have a lot of questions because I actually find the more that I read, the more that I don't know, the more that I'm, I'm wanting to learn. So I actually have some ideas of guests that I'd like to interview on this. Um, people who will talk about mental health, people who will talk about meditation, people who will talk about community and all sorts of things. Things that I am not good at. I am not a sharer. I am not a joiner. I don't I, I don't cheer with the team. I tend to stand back and watch. I don't know why that is. We're not gonna really talk about my psychology. It's not that it's not that interesting, but just less judgment would be would be really great because we got enough to worry about. A mom who sends her kid to school is worried all day long if she made the right choice. She doesn't need your voice in her friggin' ear. And the mom who's keeping their kid at home, like me, we're well aware that we are socially isolating our children and we are very aware of what the potential risks are of raising a goob. I'm, I'm well aware that I could be initiating 
Vancouver level one. I don't know how high it goes, but probably pretty friggin' high. And we all know those people. I'm well aware that I've made my choice and I don't need your voice in my ear. And I mean, I'm getting better as I get older of blocking what other people think of me because as RuPaul, the famous philosopher once said, if they ain't paying your bills, pay them bitches no mind. It's genius, right? Really. I love it. I repeat it occasionally to random people who I know wouldn't appreciate it because it makes me smile and I'm that kind of velvet hammer. That's what my cousin calls me. So, um, as for my homeschooling, it's going okay, I guess. They're learning stuff. They can tell you all about Newfoundland and Labrador. They can tell you when it joined Confederation. My youngest can tell you when Canada got its maple leaf flag. My oldest can complain about multiplication tables until she's blue in the face. My youngest can complain um, about having to read about snakes and amphibians and the differences between them because she thinks they're both disgusting. So they're learning things. Are they doing everything that I had hoped that they would do? No. Are they as engaged as I had hoped they would be? <laughs> no. Um, do they whine a lot? Yes. And do they complain a lot? Yes. But it's okay. It's okay. We're having our growing pains. But it's gonna get better. I know it will. It, ha it has to. It has to. It does. And hey! I've got you guys listening, so I know somebody out there is interested in how we're doing. No, lots of people. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. I like my little cohort bubble thingy. It's good. It's good. Last week, in case anyone's interested and gives a shit what we were up to, um, last week we read chapter one of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and from that I've been extrapolating lessons. So from every chapter, I extrapolate a new lesson. And um, so chapter one, we did geography and we looked up where London was and we calculated the difference between our town and London and how far away it is and how far a plane would be. And that's my cat and his name is Edgar. And apparently he wants to talk. Um, and then we figured out, uh, they had to research what an English tea was. Uh, the difference between an afternoon tea and a high tea and a low tea, what was served, work up the menu, have give me a list so that I could go out and get things. I actually had to go to like our local thrift store, share shop, and get um, teapot and teacups. I got it all for $6, bless the share shop. And, um, you know, they had to give me a menu and help me prepare it. And then some friends from our bubble came over and they had to serve them. So. All of those things are great. They learned how to host an event and they learned how to entertain their guests and keep a table full and continue to refill trays and offer service. And it was really good. It was really, really good. And then this week uh, we are doing crystals. We've read chapter two. And uh, my daughter, my oldest, is absolutely obsessed with Harry Potter. She is a Hufflepuff and she just had her birthday and she got an invisibility cloak. And it, yeah, she's. She's enamored with Harry Potter, which is great. We're gonna, we're gonna blow through those books. It's gonna be fun. Um, so they're doing crystals and we're building, uh, we're drawing crystals and we're 
creating crystals and we're looking for rocks and researching where in Canada they mine crystals, um, what kind of crystals, like a whole crystal shiny thing. And then we have geodes that we're cracking um, as they're big. You're done! Woohoo! And yeah. So that's us this week you know, with math, with spelling, with journal entries. Like my youngest, I said uh, today, I'd like you to write five lines with proper capitalization and punctuation in your journal, any topic. She wrote an entire paragraph on how much she hates the smell of her sister's farts. Seriously. But hey, she wrote it, so I don't care. It's all good. I'll read it. It was funny. Um... And then she had to write something else, and it was, my mummy is so smart. My mummy is the smartest mummy I've ever met. And I was like, I appreciate the compliments, but I sense ass-kissing. It's just a thought. Maybe she's preparing for something. She usually does. She's a bit devious. I've often said, don't mess with her, she'll cut you, since she was a baby with a butter knife. Not a sharp blade, that gets to She's lovely. I love her. And she's going to rule the freaking world. She is. She's, she's something else. So, yeah. Homeschooling. Hard. Home educating, rather, in Alberta. The beauty part is we get some funding. And we have facilitators. And we have support. If we want it. If we choose to use it. Which is amazing. I know uh, some of the other provinces have nothing. It's like a free-for-all. Give her! You're on your own! Woo! cowboy education which that's I mean I, I can do it but it's awfully nice knowing that if I need help I can call my facilitator and I'll offer suggestions I think that's I think that's awfully nice if you guys have suggestions about people that I should talk to the types of people that I should talk to topics that you would like me to cover rather than me just randomly espousing my thoughts although I'm happy to do that too <laughs> Um, please let me know. You can you can reach me at uh, at uh, squeaky <laughs> squeaky armchair homeschool at gmail.com and I am more than happy to um, to respond and to chat and to talk. And um, yeah, I have uh, information about where I work. If anyone is interested, I work for the Northern Rockies Museum here in Hinton, Alberta, and we are actually offering subscription boxes. I know everyone and their dog are offering subscription boxes, but the kicker is ours are locally made, designed, created, all of it in-house by the one and a half employees that work at the museum. I am the half. And our first box will be available in October, and it is called Dark Skies. And there are four themes with four activities and a bonus activity should you choose it and if you buy all four it's only 35 bucks bonus activity is 10 so you can get everything for only 45 dollars and if you are a teacher and you are interested in bringing any of those activities to your class we do have bulk purchase order pricing so if you head over to our website at northernrockiesmuseum.com you can see all of the information about buying the amazing dark skies um, subscription box directly from the museum and delivered to you. If you live out of the Hinton Jasper Edson area, please note that delivery will cost extra and you will be advised of that cost before shipment. 
So I appreciate the Northern Rockies Museum giving me a hand and uh, giving me the time to be able to do this and uh, being supportive. My boss is a, is a blessing to my family as well. So I'm really lucky to have them and I'm more than happy to give them a shout out because these subscription boxes really do deserve a shout out. They're awesome. If you want to see them, they're on our website. They're fantastic. And I hope all of you are set up to have a fantastic week of delicious coffee and of quiet evenings and of peaceful mornings. I think that's really all I kind of want in life. It's fun, calm, peace. Wouldn't that be great? It's great. So thank you all for listening to the squeaky squeaky armchair homeschooler. That would be me with my, yeah, there it is, my squeaky, my squeaky chair. And uh, I hope to see you guys all next week. Thanks so much.